Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Gentlemen, can you hear me? Oh, here we go. Let's do this. Let's do this. This is Tom Hayes in Boston, Massachusetts, doing another episode of Sugar Shack Video with Beauty Garino. And today's special guest, the man himself, Sonny. Sonny Lovelace. Sonny, how are you doing today? I'm okay, man. Yeah, that radio's gone now. Okay, I'm fine. How you guys doing? We're doing fantastic. We've been waiting for a long time for this one, Sonny. Oh, Thank you for yeah, calling in too. last week. And we, 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 yeah, we couldn't give you a full time because we had, uh, we had uh, Jackie Wilson's son on. But yeah, I don't know if right. you saw my poster. Did you see my poster yes, I that did. I put up on Facebook? <laughs> yes, I did. And I, and, I, and I made some copies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say hi to the host, the man all the way from Las Vegas, Rudy, and you know how to start the show. How how are you doing today? Oh, I got up, John. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, Sonny, I know you got a ton of things to say. You want to talk about some of the stars you hung out with and the days at the Sugar Shack. We want to uh, talk about the styles. We want to talk about the street people. Well, we yeah. want to hear it all. So I'll let you have. I'll let you take the microphone. Okay, I just want to say hi to Rudy, and I'm so glad I want. Uh, I heard your voice, and I was so glad to uh, send you some pictures on Facebook, some, some back in the day, and some um, some present. And uh, when we did start corresponding, I was really, really glad. And uh, I'm sorry to hear about Carlo. And I always think about my man Jerry Maffeo, you know, and you and your brother Sticker. And uh, the good times down at the shack uh, with every entertainer that was an entertainer had to come through the sugar shack. And I had a wonderful, wonderful experience with you and our girl, Sugar Shack Lil, and uh, Stevie Wonder, Jackie Wilson, uh, you name it. And... uh, a few of them asshole goddamn pimps down there I had to kick in the ass every now and then. And, uh, but, um, you know, but, uh, you know, the Sugar Shack was the spot, and I loved every drink of it all day, seven days, whenever I was there. I had a ball with you, your family. I met some wonderful people from uh, East Boston to North End through you that I formed a relationship. Plus, I knew from years ago back, because I go way back to those good old days of the uh, Michelangelo school down the North End and all that stuff, you know. And I went to Chigelo. I went to Chigelo's funeral, you know. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, yes. That's my high school, Michelangelo. Yes, I used to go down there and play basketball back in 1952, 53. I graduated in 46, I think, 1946. 1946. Wow. Hey, Lovelace, it's nice talking to you, and uh, I'm glad uh, you're sharing a lot of memories of the old shack. You bring. A lot of nice names like Sugar Shack Lil. She was one of my favorites, though. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. I know. Yeah, because, um, yeah, when um, I, uh, you were shocked when I, uh, when I told you she was dying, you know? I was, I was, because it was a quick thing. It, it didn't creep up on you, you know? Yeah, it sudden, was quick. All of a sudden, we we're interviewing her, Tom's interviewing her. and uh, Right, right. And then all of a sudden, we get a, a, turnaround, a turnaround. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, to make a long story short, I'm glad you had a wonderful time, and I know there's a lot of people out there that... Today, especially in the the way the, the way the world is going today, with all this violence, they should have a little shack in their blood. Yeah, they should. Yeah, that's right. And uh, but you know, I had like I said, man, I I got so many great memories of uh, of uh, you know all the girls and and hey, Billy, are you and, there? and hello. Who? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Keep going, Sonny. Keep going, Sonny. Keep going. Yeah, of uh, Connie Santos and uh, oh, another chick there that you had a uh, that had a crush on you. Big, big Sa- uh, Sandy. Remember Sandy? Oh, Sandy. Yeah. Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Follow our contessa. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes. 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 She thought she was the contessa, right? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, yeah, but I remember her and and Chandra and her sister. Remember Chandra? All right, who could who could forget Chandra? All right, yeah, 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 yeah. I never forget this time I went. Um, uh, oh, I seen Chandra. Oh, I think it was, she was in Basin Street or something, and she said, "Hey, I'm going over to the. Oh, I think that club over in Kenmore Square." Uh, I think Lucifer or something. Yeah, Lucifer's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, so my mother was with me, and so I think it was my mom's birthday. So we go over there to um, see somebody that was uh, appearing there. And so I get to the door. This great big football player looked like Roosevelt Grill, you know, a white Roosevelt Grill. You know, stop my ass at the door. Me and my mother, my mother's 105, I'm 101, talking about ID. I said, what the fuck are you talking about, ID? You know? So, uh, you know, so Brian, he comes out to the, he comes out to the door and he says, well, uh, we're checking IDs of everybody. I said, man, this is my mother's her birthday and so forth and so on. And so he said, oh, no, if you ain't got no ID, you can't come in here. And so um, I knew what the fuck that was. You know, I, that was, uh, I knew what he, he was profiling, but we, we didn't call it that in them days. Just like I mm-hmm. told him, like I told him later on that night, I left there and went back over to Basin Street. And came back over to Lucifer with Johnny Sincotti and uh, uh, Vinnie Rivera, you know. And so. Um, <laughs> That's your ID. You found your ID, yeah. Sonny. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so we called him outside, and this motherfucker got to apologizing. And, and oh, I said, man, you know, you, you embarrassed my mother, you know. Mother embarrassed my mother. So Johnny read the riot act to him. I can't even tie my shoelace. 
Ah. Hey, Tom, he's back. He's got the right people behind him, Johnny Sincani. Ah. Yeah, and, 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 and Benny Rivera. But let me finish that here. Let me finish that. So he apologized and all that bullshit and came in and, you know, his free champagne and all that bullshit, you know. And so, but I knew what, what it was. And like I told him right in front of Johnny, I, I didn't let my mother hear me. I told him, I said, you... Um, want every black woman you can see to go to bed bit, but you don't want no black man with no white woman. That's why you don't want no blacks in these clubs. I said, you, <laughs> you did that at the Mad Russian, and you did that at that joint called Sonny's that you suppose they bought for Sonny Stanton. Yeah, yeah, Sonny, yeah, he used to work at that place called Sonny's. Yeah, that's what Jerry, Jerry, because I came in there one night, and they stopped me at the door with that same bullshit, until Jerry came from outside. I mean, Jerry came from somewhere in the back there and told the, uh, the bouncer, hey, go somewhere and have a beer or something. It's a friend of mine, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, all them goddamn joints that Brian Wallace uh, uh, ran, he didn't want no black man in there unless you was a janitor or some shit, you know. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Right. And, and, and then I'm going to end it with... I'm going to end it with, I'm coming home, I'm coming home on the Cape around 1987-88, and I'm taking a shortcut going through Marston's Mills and this and that, and it's raining like hell, and I see this car blinking with his light, with blinkers on, and, uh, and this guy got a flat tire, so I pull up to try to be a good neighbor, and the guy walks over to the car and said, oh man, thank you very much. And I looked at that motherfucker. I said, hey, Brian, how are you doing? He said, oh, is that you, Sonny? I said, yeah, that's me, you motherfucker, and I hope you drown and die. Yeah. Yeah, I got my revenge on his ass. Uh, was messing with, you know, 
was messing with uh, this dude. You remember Touch? Hey, Rudy, you remember Touch? Touch. No, Touch. Oh, Touch, no, I remember. Yeah, old crazy white boy that thought he was a gangster. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So him and and Lil, him and Lil, uh, you know, uh, we call it back in our day, they was backstreeting, you know. Uh, with each other, so the, I guess their boyfriends that uh, she was, uh, I think Lil was going with Cisco Faradini, you know, so she was fucking with, uh, uh, with the white boy Crazy Touch, you know. So we're all sitting in there, and Lil comes up, takes a picture, then your brother Sticker he dr- he comes up and um, says hi to me and everything. I said, hey, how you doing, man? And uh, he said everything okay. So I'm sitting there with Lance, Touch, myself. Couple of broads and sticker sat down for a minute. Then he got up, you know, to go do his thing, you know, uh, on the floor and so forth, so on. But he always spoke to me, you know. And so a few minutes later, I'm looking at this simple ass touch, and he's mad at Lillian about something. And he goes in his pocket, he pulls his gun out, and he shoots the gun off in the sugar shack. Remember that? Oh! Jeez. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Uh, I must have been in Florida. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. He did that in the sugar shack. That crazy-ass touch. He scared the (laughs) shit out of me. And everybody got to running and hiding underneath tables and shit. But after I got my composure, I grabbed that little motherfucker and I whipped his ass. (laughs) I drug him up the stairs. And Carlo jumped from behind the bar. Big Carlo jumped from behind the bar and helped me drag this motherfucker up them stairs. I whipped his ass around the corner down the Sugar Shack Alley. I fucked him because he scared the shit out of me. I almost shit on myself. But I gave him a good Sonny Lovelace ass whipping. What a fucking great story. Holy shit. Yeah, then he ended up... And uh, oh, Johnny Monterano ended up killing him about three or four months later. Remember that? Oh, what the fuck? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, oh. Monterano ended up killing him uh, about uh, three or four months later. Yep. He said uh, Johnny got that, in his, he got that in his book, Hitman. Oh, oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah. Amazing. And so, sure, you know... And then remember all the ball players, Joe Foy, Tony C. We all would come down after the game, and come down to all the ball players. We'd bring Duke Moss and all those guys down to the Sugar. They ain't nothing about no Sugar Shack. They was used to listening to fucking Conway Twitty and that shit. You know? <laughs> so we brought them down. Yeah, we brought them down to the Sugar Shack. We brought him down. Yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe Foy, Tony C, Reggie Smith, Pretty Eddie, and me. We was all together all the time. That's what, you know, uh, and we'd come down to Sugar Shack, you know, after the games. And I got a couple of pictures of me and Joe and all the fellas uh, back in the good old days. That was, uh, I think that was the year of the impossible dream. It was, 67. Yeah, wow. you got great stories, man. You got the yeah, best yeah. The best. And um, yep. And then uh, I, uh, I think the last time, I don't know that picture that I, that I sent you with me and Jackie Wilson. You asked me when that was. That was uh, 1969, 
I was in there that night because I know uh, it's a milestone to me because that's the night my daughter was born. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. That's the wow. night. If you oh, remember wow. my wife, Rita, she looked, she looked like a white girl, Rudy. Remember Rita? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, she just looked like a white woman. It's like you over the nice times everybody had at the Sugar Shack, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so my uh, the night that I was uh, in the dressing room with Jackie Wilson, um, the, uh, that's the night my daughter was born. And I think about, oh, I think I seen you about a month or so later, you and Sticker, uh, uh, at the hospital. I think it was what? I forgot the hospital. But your mother and my mother was in the same room, uh, bed by bed. Remember that? Uh, vaguely, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. your mother was in the, uh, uh, over near the old registry, the, uh, the rehab center. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yep, yep, your mother and my mother, and that's when, uh, uh, you introduced your mother to my mother. Me, you, and Sticker went up there to visit our mothers that day. So I got some good stories way back with... You oh, and wow. all the gang, pretty Eddie, Amazing. Bobby, James. That's right. Yeah, and then uh, Carlo, my man Carlo, I love Carlo to death. Carlo said to me, he said, you know what, Sonny, after we drug, uh, after we drug, uh, touch his ass touch. up there and put that ass whipping on him, you know, um, uh, Carlo said to me, he said, where do these motherfucking pimps come from, Sonny? I said, I don't know, but I named them the Cleveland Indians because they're all from Cleveland, <laughs> and the motherfuckers wouldn't spend nothing but the fucking evening. 90% of them motherfuckers. <laughs> and the only one I really liked from Cleveland was uh, Big Daddy. Remember Big Daddy? Oh, I love Big Daddy. He was Yeah, nice yeah. That was the only <laughs> Cleveland Indian I liked. But the rest of them motherfuckers, you know, between... Myself and Alvin Campbell and Green Eye Jimmy, we had to teach them motherfuckers some manners when they first came here, you know. And uh, let yeah. them know that, hey, you in Boston, you are not in Cleveland, so uh, be nice. Yeah. And, yeah, you know what I'm saying, be cool. We're in Boston. And, uh, yeah, and like I said, um, every act that ever came through there, I, myself, and... Uh, a few other Boston guys, green-eyed Jimmy, you had to buy him out. Remember you bought green-eyed out of there? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, don't you bought green-eyes, yeah. Yeah, because he, uh, he went over in, uh, I got a memory like an elephant. Uh, he went over <laughs> in, uh, he went over to that, uh, what's that joint on, LaGrange Street? Enrico's. Oh, yeah, Enrico's. Yeah, Enrico's, yeah. So, because um, <clears throat> green-eyed Jimmy had a, Problem in there with uh, that was Henry Tagg's joint. Yeah, that was Henry Tagg's joint. And so, yeah, Henry Tagg. Yeah, Henry yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, one of Henry's henchmen went out with one of Green Eyes' women and didn't want to pay her and slapped her around, you know. And so, um, so, yeah. So you know, if you remember Jimmy, Jimmy didn't give a fuck uh, if he was Jesus. Jimmy went in there in Rico's, whipped that gangster's ass, stabbed the shit out of him, you understand? And uh, uh, they, uh, yeah, I mean, the word got around uh, to uh, your club and a few others uh, not to let Jimmy in there, you know. But I remember that like it was yesterday. 
Wow. You know, and, yeah, yeah, that Henry wow. Tag, that motherfucker. Story. Yeah. yeah. Great story. Great story. Yeah, and, um, huh? Carlos, Carlos was one of the nicest guys there down there. You knew him well, huh? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, Harold was not, yep, yeah, he was a pretty good guy, but like I said, about 85% of them was, was um, uh, you could have them, and, and there was a few that I really thought a lot of and um, um, had a lot of respect for. But uh, but when they first came here to Boston with them whores, boy, they burnt that fucking this town. They burnt that town up. I mean, they was robbing tricks at gunpoint. You hear me? Them bitches was gangsters, you know? There was no such thing of uh, as uh, whores and ladies of the evening prostitutes. Them bitches were stone gangsters. Oh. And burnt the fucking town up so no so no decent whore could make a living. Wow. Wow. Yes. Oh, we gotta do we gotta do a story on you, man. You got so many you got so many you got more, you got more So Sonny, what year did it turn bad with the Cleveland uh pimps? Um, let me see. It's I'd say around right before somebody knocking at the door. Hold on, one second. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, right before, um, I'd say around 70, 71, 72. I seen the handwriting on the wall. And then the new breed and, uh, uh, of kids came, uh, the new uh, Boston players, uh, younger guys, you know them. Also, I sent you pictures of them. They, you know, that was, you know, they were uh, behind uh, me age-wise and stuff. And uh, I, you know, my own personal opinion, you know, I seen the game changing, you know. Yeah, I seen yeah. the game changing, and um, I fell in love, you know, with, uh, with my wife. And she told me, hey, it's going to be me or you going to be in them streets alone, you know. And so I said, yeah. hey, uh, okay, I'm ready to leave this shit alone. I'm 31. I still got chance. I still got enough time to get a good job and get a pension, you know, because I was never no dummy, you know. And yeah. um, that's the best thing I could ever, ever did. I got some beautiful kids, some daughters, a bunch of beautiful grandchildren like you got, Rudy. And I'm wow. a proud grandpa, all that good shit. Good for you, you know? buddy. Good for you. God bless you. Good for you. Yep, and that's I live really in cool. Salmas. I've been on the Cape since um, 1977. I've been uh, between Hyannis and now I'm in Salmas. I'm divorced, I'm bitchless, and I don't give a fuck. Funny how that happens. You know, like I said, I'm, re- I, uh, I'm retired. I got that pension coming in, and I got my Army pension coming. I was in the service for a quick minute there before me, they put my ass out of there for being nutty. So I played it good that way. I got my, yeah, I played crazy, and them motherfuckers got rid of my ass quick. And that was before all that Vietnam shit started. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and so don't you remember, Rudy, when I was working on the Mass Pike? You used to come through there every now and then? Yeah, listen, let me ask you a question. In Falmouth, do you remember a club called Zach's? Oh, Zach's, yes. I bought that place. You did? Yeah, from yeah. good old Zach, and then... uh. I don't know, it ended up burning down uh, and all that shit. And, uh, yeah, then they rebuilt it, right. And then, yeah. um, 
Yeah, because uh, the owner, now I want you to put your thinking cap on, Zach there, the owner, remember his daughter, Lucky, she used to be down the bed, she used to be in down the sugar shack with me, and the bitch ended up marrying George Scott. <laughs> yeah, that was her father. That was her father's joint. What's over there now? Uh, just the Cape Verdean Club with a bunch of goddamn uh, Cape Verdeans every weekend killing each other over there, you know. Uh, and uh, you know, it's a, it's a it's a it's a club for the for the native Cape Verdeans. Uh, I go in there occasionally, but every you know these motherfuckers like to fight each other and brothers hitting each other in the head with axes and all that shit. You know, you know, I, I, no. I was, you know, I'm born and raised, man. You don't fight your family, you know. You do right. not fight, yeah. your, but that's how they do down here. So I avoid these motherfuckers. And I stay to Good myself. I got my own Boston friends down here. You know, Very I hang cool. out with, uh, I hang out with some great people, and uh, you know, everything is everything. Like I said, I'm 76 years old. I never thought. I mean, they was taking bets on my ass that I wouldn't get 25. <laughs> You know, but I fooled the shit out of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, they was taking bets, boy. They was betting. Yeah, and as soon as I hit 25 years old, I went to every one of them motherfuckers on Tremont Street. I said, now pay me. I said, now pay me. I'm 25, and here's my license. <clears throat> yeah, and I remember, man, like uh, 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 Mud Kelly. Oh, Big oh, Martin Bob Kelly, Kelly up at the yeah, Big M. That's my Bud Kelly, huh? he was a... <laughs> he that's my a lot sister's of grandfather. That's yeah, that's your what? Grandfather. Is my, that right? Yeah, that was my man, yeah. Martin Kelly. Martin loved Martin hustlers. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, he loved whores and he loved hustlers. He didn't like them squares. He was a, Yeah, he had Big M's. He had a place called the Big The Big M. M, yep. And, and Morley's upstairs and the, and the Big M downstairs. Yeah, my mother was and married that's, to that was Kelly another... Junior for ten years, and they had a baby, and that's yep. my sister's grandfather. Yeah, God rest his well, soul. Yeah, well, yeah, well, Marty's but, my but, man. I mean, hey, him and right? I, you know, Marty loves hustlers. I loved Martin because Martin was street wow. all the way. He was street all the way, and then Marty Junior right? and his man. son, um, real... they had Durgan Park downtown. They had Durgan Park oh, in Fenton Hall. Yeah. Oh yeah, that I know my shit cold. now. I know my shit. Yeah, because, I mean, wow, all, anybody stories, that man. was anybody, you know, like, uh, say, I, see, I was the only black man back in the, I think, back in the late 60s or 70s, could go down to Cooper Street and go into that uh, Italian social club there with no questions asked, you know, because Chigilo and Johnny Sincotti told everybody at the table, don't worry about nothing, this is our man here. Wow, yeah. awesome. Johnny's father was an undertaker. They had yeah. Another, super street, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. And his mother, Helena, I went to her funeral, man. I seen that in the paper. Because every time she would go to Italy and come back, she would bring those beautiful Bly of Florence sweaters, those beautiful sweaters. And uh, Florence, Italy, and the name of the company was Bly, Bly of Florence. And she died in 1996. I took the day off here. And went up to uh, that funeral home up there. I think it was Langones or something. And I walked in there. And this dude at the door, I was reading his mind. Because he looked at me like I had three heads, you know. And I, I walked in. He said, can I help you? 
I said, yeah, I come to pay my respects to Helena Sincotti. He said, uh, you got the right funeral home. <laughs> oh, shit. So as soon as he said that, here comes Chigelo and uh, uh, Johnny Sincotti Jr., Johnny Sincotti Sr., they brought him there that morning because he was in Leavenworth doing 30 years, you know. So they brought him that morning, and then when when, when Tijolo and Johnny uh, Jr. and a couple of other guys there, first thing they said to me, and it made me feel good, Johnny said you would be here, Sonny. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, because that's how close, you know, we were. And then his mother and father had that had that, that, that lake up there, Lake Kachichua, up there in Natick. You know, we'd leave out the Sugar Shack, go to Basin Street, close that up, uh, go get some cocaine and some whores, and ride up to <laughs> Lake Kachichua and, and, and water ski all day drunk and <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. You got the oh, best my God. Oh, my oh, I'm God. telling you, man. I mean, I've met some good, I'm talking about good wow. down-to-earth good people, not these punk-ass motherfuckers they got running around here now. <laughs> but I'm talking about good uh, good people, uh, uh, black and white, but, you know, but mostly the, the club owners, you know, like Rudy and and A.B. Sarkis, and, you know, that's who I used to go. And, you know, like, Rudy, I don't know if you remember, uh, any, any kind of money I want in reason, you always let me have it and never put no timeline on it. No, all the time, eh? all the time. Uh, that's right, that's right. You always, like, I'd be short, or I'd need a couple of hundred, you take me in the office, and you never said nothing but here. You know, and 20 minutes later, I was back for another 100, because that was going to the Coke man. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, boy. These stories oh, are man. amazing. So cool to hear this stuff. Sonny, A.B. Sarkis, you mentioned all the old-timers. Yeah. Yeah, because A.B. A.B. and A.B. and my mother you know, went to school together when they lived on uh, uh, Springfield Street in Sherman Avenue. That was his mother's little candy store there because I was about six or seven years old and I was going down the street to the Louise May Elkhart School. I think I was in the third grade or something. And uh, we used to go in there and buy the penny candy. That was A.B.'s mother's store. And A.B. Yeah. and my mother, they come up together. That's how I happen to know A.B. and Charlie and all the good people and Jazz and all the good people. Oh, and Louis, yeah, yeah, because Louis Lounge, Louis Fontanales, that's my godfather. Him and his son, Chicky, took my mother out of Louis. Matter of fact, it wasn't even Louis then. It was Green's Cafe. And walked her, let me finish this, walked her down the street out of Northampton and Washington, walked her down Northampton Street to Harrison Avenue. There was the Boston City Hospital. I was born... Uh, Three minutes after 12, New Year's Day. Hey, wow. let's mention the guy Jazz. Yeah. He, 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 he was a black guy, right? No, Jazz was Syrian, remember? 
was he looked guy. black, but he he looked black, but he was half Syrian, and he was part of AB and them guys. Yeah, he was with AB Sagas and all that. Yeah, there was a guy that used to come down the north end and shoot. Yeah, crack. but Jazz was no Jazz was Syrian. I thought he was black too. Little shot dude, he was Syrian. Yeah, shot dude, that's him. He used to play. He used to come down to Rotterdam and book the games. He was one exactly. of the Exactly. Yep. He was one of the only ones that could come down there. Yeah, I got very friendly with him. Jazz. Yeah, Jazz was good people. Yeah, but see, all oh. these old people I'm mentioning, these are my mother's friends, and I met them through my mother, so I had a, I had a good in, you know, with the older uh, uh, dudes, you know, because they loved and respected my mother, and uh, they just t- told me to stop being crazy, and uh, everything going to be everything, you know. But, uh, like, you know, like Jazz and, you know, and... Uh, <laughs> Like I said, my uh, you know my man John. I I still hear from Johnny, you know, Johnny Sincardi. Yeah, yeah. I see, every now and then he comes down. He, every now and then he comes down, uh, down to Falmouth. We get together and we reminisce. And every time he comes in the winter time, I put on a sweater that his mother gave me in 1966. I'm gonna put it on Facebook and send it to you. Uh, a, a, a a black one and a brown one. Well, listen, if you speak to Johnny again, say hello for me. I will. Yeah, when's, um... A guy named Mike Morelli. Mike Morelli? Yeah, he was pals with Jazz, I think, for a while. Uh, I probably ran across him, Mike Morelli. Yeah, but see, yeah, Jazz and A.B. and all them, because I remember the joint, the 411, remember? Yeah. Yeah, the 411. Uh, A.B., yeah, that's right. Yeah, A.B. and Charlie, the 411. And then um, Charlie, yeah, Charlie had some restaurants, and my and my partner, uh, I brought him in there, and, and you met him when he was running for mayor, my man, city councilor Joe Timothy, remember? Oh, I was out of town then. I, I, no, I, no, no, you wasn't. No. No, you I was, had Joe in there. We was campaigning, and... Um, and uh, he was the uh, just he was on the city council. He's running for mayor. Uh, was you was you still here in 1975 or was you gone? 55. 75. Oh, 75. I might have been in Miami. I think I was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Joe, you know he, uh, you know that's who I got hooked up with. You know, uh, you know you get there for them good jobs. You know everybody needs a godfather. And Joe Tim- uh, Joe Timothy and I, we grew up together. He used to be the guy. He probably serviced your joint. He was the towel man for Elk Linen service, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. He was the towel man and the tablecloth man. Uh, Elk Linen service. That's before he got into politics. This was early 60s. Is that right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's who... Uh, you know, that's who I was, you know, after a while, that's who I started running with. And I said, hey, ain't no future out here no more with this shit that's out here now. Uh, whoever these motherfuckers were, they done made an ass out of sporting life. And I said, goodbye. <laughs> wow. So, so, Sonny, you were in the business, so to speak. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But, see, I was always, I always told people, he might... I tell a lot of them younger guys today, they remembered me. But I said, listen, man, let me tell you something. I never considered myself 
a pimp. I never, you know, and I never wanted, you know, I had some ladies that want to that wanted to uh, make, you know, make donations, you know what I mean, to the cause, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I always got my own, you know, I always got my own money. Business is business. <laughs> yeah, see, I always got my own, you know, because I don't want no old big nappy head bitch gonna tell me, give me my money back. <laughs> Fuck you, here, take it. <laughs> now, we understood, and Rudy said this before, and uh, I don't know, if, do you know Alton Hardaway over in the vineyard? Oh, Alton I know the Hardaway, in, uh, yes. Okay, yeah, Alton and I, we, we, that's, we hooked up. Yes, we didn't hook up till we were 55, but we all we were always in the Rivoli Theater together. We were always I running remember around the here and there. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I used to go to the Rivoli Theater, and uh, you know, he said that the the pimps that were chosen by the, the hookers, you know, yeah. the prostitutes. Yeah. So is that how? Yeah, you, but is that, uh, how that you wasn't that. No, I didn't. No, no, I didn't get picked. I picked who I wanted. Fuck them. Uh, uh-uh. I was the picker. <laughs> you know. Hey, remember, remember I had Diana Ross for two and a half years? I saw, I saw Lil had a picture of you and Diana Ross. Tell us about yeah, that story. Yeah, that was in 19... I met, I met her in the Motown Review. Let me give you a quick story about that. That was the Motown Review. They came in on uh, each city, one night stand, around October 62. And... They was at the Franklin Park Theater. Now it's a church, right across the street from Franklin Park on Brule Avenue. So we in Basin Street, Johnny Sincotti, Wild Man Steve, the uh, MC, and we said, hey, let's go see this Motortown Review. So we get in the, uh, my Cadillac. We drive up to the up to the show and uh, to see this Motortown Review. So we all went backstage. Uh, courtesy of Wild Man Steve, and uh, that's when I met all of them, and uh, and uh, I hit it off right away with Marvin Gaye, and uh, his first record didn't even have a flip side. That's how good my memory is. Stubborn kind of fella, no flip side to it. Wow. And that's how I met. All of them. So, you know, she was winking at me. She was a kid. I was 22. I think she was about 18, 19, you know. So, um, you know, I was talking to her, and then we all went down to Basin Street after and hung out. And then her and I, you know, I hung out with her all night with uh, Mary Wells and all them motherfuckers that, you know, they hadn't made it. None of them had made it, you know. And uh, so that's how I remember meeting all of them. And then her and I started Corresponding, and I started flying all over the country, you know, chasing behind this bitch, you know, and because uh, I figured, uh, well, uh, ain't no telling what I might run into dealing with, you know, the show people, you know, and then Marvin and I was was cool. That's like me, him, and Jackie Wilson. Them two motherfuckers had noses like goddamn plungers. You hear me? <laughs> goddamn, boy. <laughs> I said, you two motherfuckers, I'm leaving you. I said, goodbye, I'm going home. I ain't bullshitting, man. Them two motherfuckers had noses like shovels. You hear me? And get paranoid, you know, and get walking around naked. And uh, I said, let me get away from these crazy motherfuckers. But, you know, I had, 
I would not change my life for nothing. I'd make a few revisions because I had to go to Walpole a couple of times for half killing a motherfucker, you know. And um, and uh, like I said, uh, my experience uh, being uh, the son of Annie Lovelace, uh, well spoken of all over the all over the country. My play sister Sugar Shack Lil, my sister from another mother, Rudy Sticker, Jerry Maffeo, Big Carlo, Ronnie Rome, uh, everybody, even that deaf motherfucker in the in the bathroom would charge you five dollars to take a piss. <laughs> you remember him, that deaf dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that deaf dude that's sitting there, and uh, and uh, if you wanted to go into the to the stall and have a blow, you had to give him five dollars. That deaf motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and you know, but I had, you know, I had a great time, man. Great, great time between, you know, we'd leave uh, we'd leave the Sugar Shack and go up to Basin Street, and uh, and we uh, we call. Uh, this uh, this city we call it America. We said, hey man, ain't nothing happening here. Let's go to America. So we go to Logan, get a taxi, probably cost about a dollar and a half. You know what I'm saying? Walk on the tarmac, pay twenty six dollars round trip before the taxes came. Go to New York. Half hour later, you in America. Stay in America a couple of days till you broke. Didn't get the fuck out of there. Come back home. <laughs> yeah. That's what we called New York, New York, because it was open all night long. Go in a half-hour joint, you don't come out of there for two days, and it's two days later, and you don't even know it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like I said, man, I met some, I, I, I met some uh, great people, you know, and uh, I've been. Now, did you late? Uh, how long did you date? How long did you date uh, uh, Diana Ross? Well, this, uh, let me see, 62 to, I'd say, 66, and then Barry Gordy and them, them motherfuckers put the police on my ass, you know, and, uh, you know, about me being uh, on the other side of the law, you know, and so that's, um, so uh, by that time, you know, she would come to Boston with me, but I'd see, you know, like I said, I'd see the handwriting on the wall, but... Uh, I didn't give a fuck, you know, because uh, one monkey don't stop no show. And everybody said, man, you lost Diana Ross. So what the fuck that mean? Ain't nothing but another bitch to me, you know, because I'm seven <laughs> bitches myself. You know, I'm seven, I'm seven whores, you know. As far as wow. hustling them crap games and selling that good cocaine, and uh, and like I said, I had a uh, few uh, few women that that contributed to the to the Sunny Lovelace All Stars Fund. You know how that went, you know. <laughs> and um, I had a great life, man. Like did I said, I can sit back her? now. Did you connect with her when she became a star? Were you still friends? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, um, I had her come to this place I was uh, uh, I was working at. As one of these poverty programs, because Rudy, I don't know if you remember, Rudy let me give a cocktail sip there for, for this poverty program called OIC in Boston. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Yep. And so, uh, you know, she came and got on the radio because they was trying to raise money uh, for the poverty program for, you know, for, uh, you know, to put kids to work and, and grown-ups to work that didn't have 
you know, no uh, <clears throat> no other ways of, you know, trying to do anything except for being in the street. So that's why I first went to work for one of them poverty programs, and around 70, 71. And then, like I said, uh, I seen the handwriting on the wall, and I said, you know, uh, it's time for me to uh, do something else. And I did it, and I don't regret a goddamn thing of what I did past and present. Now, who did you, you work for, Matt? Did you work for the Mass Pike? I worked for the Mass Pike for a while, collecting them uh, 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 tolls. I worked there. I worked for that poverty program. I also worked for the Department of Youth Service with them motherfucking raping, killing kids that are 14. Them motherfuckers, boy. You talking about a job, boy. You know, every morning, you know, I was getting punched in the mouth or had to... a leg shackle and handcuff one of them big ass kids about six three and he's twelve years old. You know, motherfucker like, punched me in the mouth. Oh. oh, you can't restrain him. I said, this motherfucker hit me. I'm gonna kill him. Fuck you, <laughs> and fuck this job. <clears throat> you have fucking job. Wow. You know, and wow. uh, so you know, and then I, uh, I got burnt out there, and then I, I went to my friends. I went to my uncle Joe. And uh, got me transferred uh, with a good uh, <clears throat> uh, town job, which is part of the state, uh, town of Falmouth. I retired in 1998 after suing their ass for discrimination three times. And uh, I told them, I said, hey, let me tell you motherfucker something right now. I ain't one of these Cape Cod dumb motherfuckers that you all used to dealing with. I said, I'm from the Berry, and my name is Sonny Lovelace, and you ain't going to treat me like you do those Negroes that's going to take that shit. I am not a Negro. I'm the blackest motherfucker since Joe Frazier. (laughs) (laughs) Amen, brother. Amen. Yeah, so uh, after, you know, after I laid the law down, because uh, uh, the majority of them down here, they're, uh, they're Portuguese or Cape Verdean, and neither one of them motherfuckers know what they are. So, you know, and I try to tell them, I try to tell them, hey, you're black, you know. Motherfuckers, no, you know, you colored guys, I say, listen to this goddamn fool. This motherfucker's hair looks like Charlie Chan's show for Willie Best talking about you colored guys. I said, boy, these motherfuckers. You know, so I just don't fuck with them. You colored guys. Can you imagine that shit? And this motherfucker looks like Charlie Chan's chauffeur. It's like Birmingham. Sonny, I grew up on Cleveland Street between Winthrop and Moreland. Where, where did you grow up? Oh, I'm, I'm from Hammond Street. I'm, I'm Madison Park. We still got our club, the Madison Park Boys. I get you. Uh, now, slaves, now, you know, so Tremont Street. Stra- yeah. uh, you know, down on Tremont Street, there's Slades. There's still, that's when all the, ju- yeah, the yeah, Pioneer yeah, yeah, yeah. Club. Remember the Pioneer Club, Rudy? Yeah, yeah Pioneer, yeah. Yeah. And so that's where I was going down there. That was an after hours place, Sonny. That was the, yeah, the politicians owned it, the Pioneer Club, yeah. But I, no, I'm originally uh, uh, from Hammond Street. You know, uh, Hammond Street, Tremont Street, the Kendall Street projects, you know, that's where uh, uh, we were all all from. And that's why that was part of Madison Park. And so we are the Madison Park boys. And we get together, ain't, ain't but 
about a handful left. There's about 12 of them doing triple life in Walpole. <laughs> the rest of them all dead. You know, so there's wow. a few of us left. There's a few of us left that done, that's done well for themselves. One, a couple of them became judges and good lawyers, and you know, I had some and and custom agents and from the U.S. Department of uh, Customs, and so a lot of you know, uh, a lot of my buddies, you know, done well for themselves, and uh, and a lot of them just uh, didn't want to let them streets go, and the streets made them pay. It's time to say, hey, enough of this shit is enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, you know, my mother told me she. I'm tired of coming to these motherfucking jails, uh, uh, visiting your ass. You know, every Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because see, see, I started. Uh, 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 Rudy, I, I think Rudy. I don't know. You probably remember also uh, uh, the remember the disciplinary school for boys up on Walnut Avenue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah Disby. <laughs> yeah, I went to Disby with uh, Stevie Flemmy, the crazy ass brother, the bear, and all them uh, Mario Stancato, Chubby Stancato, the Machichi twins, uh, Puerto Rico, all the Italian boys from uh, from Fleet Street, North in there. We get out there to play basketball. The fight started after the game. Everybody get their ass kicked but me. Everybody get that, because them, them goddamn Italian boys like me, yep. So my friends would get mad. How come they don't bother you? I said, hey, they like me. Like I see, you know, like I said, man, you know, people that were close to me, like like, like Chubby Stancato, Mario, all them old dudes, they, they probably ate up. Lemon Lou, the lemon drop kid with that crazy motherfucker. And uh, uh, the rifle man. Stevie the Rifle, man. You know, we all went to Disby together. That's where I met all those. Because that was crime school. That's where I met all those potential murderers. Crime school. Oh, shit. Yeah, crime school. Yeah. Crime and a couple school. of, wow. and a couple of guys, and a couple of Irish twins I still hang out with and call. I talked to them the other day. Uh, Paul and John Clancy. Them two crazy motherfucking twins. And uh, we've always been Friends since we was 12, 13 years old, and we always wow. stayed in touch. Yep. Wow. Paul and John Clancy. Wow. Yep. And I told John the other day, I said, the next time <clears throat> I come to Boston, I'm going to call you, and I'm going to meet you at that joint where you hang out at Andrew Square. Just tell them motherfucking rednecks to leave their ropes at home, you know? <laughs> where the sports oh. connection is, the sports connection. Yeah. Andrew Square, where they hang out? Where they hang out, the sports connection? Uh, I think that's what he said, but I ain't been there yet, but I'm going to go up there. But I told him, you know, uh, have your bazookas out and tell them uh, crazy (laughs) motherfuckers to leave their fucking ropes at home because I'm a good boy. (laughs) 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 You know, so like I said, you know, a lot of those guys, man, see, a lot of those guys, see, when when I bond... When I bond with somebody, I bond just like Johnny and I. Johnny's my, he's an Italian. He's my brother from another mother. You know, his mother never looked at me but nothing like Johnny's friend. You know, wow. my man yeah. Chigolo. You know, I, I walked into Chigolo's wake and seen all these, uh, I was the only black motherfucker in there, you know. And uh, <laughs> Chigolo's brother. Yeah, Chigolo's brother came over. He said, hey. I remember you. My brother always talk about you. Rudy, I sent you the the obituary card with him and Bunny Tyrell side by side. Don't you remember getting that? 
You know, Johnny, Johnny Cincotti, he did me a big favor one time. I was in a, I was in a, a situation. Yeah. I was in a restaurant. I don't know if you remember Ken's, Ken's, Ken's restaurant. Oh, yes, I remember Ken's, yeah. And, uh, and the book, uh, the Kens and the Buki, yeah, on Boston Street. And, uh, I had a, I had an incident with a bad guy. Uh huh. And uh, he did something to me, and uh, I retaliated back. Something with a fuck because they. Uh, to get out of hand, and Johnny walked in. Yeah. He went downstairs to the phone, called his, uh, somebody in Boston, and uh, the last end, and uh, they got the people out of there. They told him, stay the fuck away from Rudy, and if you know it's good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Because, uh, wow. Yeah, because I, don't know I, um, Somebody could have got hurt, one of us. Yeah, yeah. Just like uh, well, now that he's gone, I can say this. Uh, I used to go down to the, uh, oh, I, uh, Johnny and Larry's restaurant, the Bellinopoly. Yeah. Bellinopoly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Johnny and Larry's uh, uh, restaurant. I'd go down there and take my family down there to eat. And these motherfuckers be looking at me like I had three heads. You know, this is back in the day. You know, and um, like I said, Larry and like Larry always said to me, "Hey, anything you want to do, you just do it, and let me know, and everything gonna be everything." You know. Hey Tom, this guy's got more names. He just keeps ringing a bell with my head. Unbelievable. Yeah, all good Fantastic. Yeah, all good people. You should write a book. You should write a yeah, book. Yeah, just like when I when I was in Walpole. These motherfuckers had me in there making them fucking license plates. I said, no, fuck you. I ain't doing this shit. You know, fucking up my manicure and everything. I said, no, no, I ain't doing this. I said, no. I said, no, I ain't doing this. You know, so I... Yeah, so no, I, I wasn't going to do no shit. Like I told him I sweep the floor or something. I ain't doing nothing else. And the fucking floor wasn't no bigger than a phone booth. So that was good enough for me. You know, so when I, I what I did, oh. I went over to see Peter Lamone, and the next thing I knew, I was in the laundry, you know, with clean sheets <laughs> and all that good shit, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was fucked up. Oh, he fucking man. A. Right to this day, right to this day, I got some beautiful people. I still, we, uh, we uh, they come to, to the Cape, we, uh, they contact me, we go out and we reminisce, we... Uh, wow. <clears throat> we eat, and I bring them by to see, uh, meet my grandchildren and all that shit. And, uh, you know, hey, I got some good people, man, that, you know, that I just mentioned that, uh, hey, uh, shit, I'll be like Moses. I'll walk the water for him if he asks me. There you go, brother. You got some amazing stories, man, really do. Now, tell us, that we, we just found out that... Uh, you know, Moderano and uh, Whitey and Fleming, they came in most at nights at the club, yes? Yeah, yeah, they was, uh, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Moderano and all, we was always in the, in the shack in the back. And that, remember, remember they had the, the two Campbell brothers with them? Yeah, the Campbell brothers were there. Yeah, yeah, well, that, you know, that's who Johnny and them were. 
doing business with and we would all go in the back room of the uh, of the sugar shack and you know have a meeting or two and uh discuss things you know and uh but i told him i said listen let me tell you motherfucker something right now i got a wife <laughs> i'm married and i got a fucking job i ain't hanging out all night with you all it's good to drink with you but I'm away from that shit. Anything you all don't want to, you want to say, you don't want me to hear, tell me so I can get up and go. <laughs> right. Wow. Yes. And we heard uh, Jerry told us, Jerry Maffeo told us that nobody, they could, nobody could make drinks for those guys but Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, didn't hey, let me tell you, didn't uh, hey Rudy, I got a good man. Didn't you give Jerry ten percent back in the day? Hey, what? Didn't you give Jerry 10%? 10% of what? Of the check. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's how good my memory is. I remember all that good shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to his, uh, I went to his, uh, what do you call it? His, uh, his retirement party down at El Panino. Yeah, El Panino. Yeah, I went to, yeah, I went to Jerry's retirement party. And uh, I went with a bunch of guys from um, Falmouth Head, a uh, uh, few of them squares from down there that I was hanging out with. And uh, they told me they was going here and going there. I said, well, yeah, I'm going too. They said, well, you know, and I said, don't tell me who the fuck I know with your one town living in ass. I'm internationally known. You know, I said, the only thing you know is about Falmouth. You know, you wouldn't know whether shit or go blind if you went across that bridge. So don't tell me. Who I don't know. When I went in there, Jerry grabbed me and, and damn near broke my neck hugging me because that's how far and tight we were. And I went in there another wow. time on Mother's Day with, uh, I didn't know, uh, Mother's Day had this lady with me. And um, so I pulled up for the valet parking and I got out. I had a uh, mass maritime jacket on because this guy... Uh, run the mass maritime. He gave me a jacket, and so I had that on some sneakers. So I didn't know, you know. Hey, man, it's a dress code. I said, Well, hey, wow. sir, I'm sorry, I did not know it was a dress code. So Jerry's sitting at the window. He comes outside. He said, What's the matter, Sonny? I said, Hey, um, I'm trying to explain this to the gentleman. And so Jerry told the guy, Hey, park his fucking car and shut the fuck up. Come on in, Sonny. <laughs> we yeah, went in that's there. Jerry, baby. Yeah, you know, we went in, I went in El Panino, I must have stayed five, I, I mean, I was so fucked up, me and this broad, and the check came to about 200-something, because you know them drinks there are $13 a piece, but this is back in 96, yeah. 98, I yeah. Was probably, I, was, I was probably there working with Jerry at that El Panino, that's where I worked with him. I'll tell you what, yeah. God bless Jerry Maffeo, because he's one of the main links on why we have this all together today. The Sugar yeah. Jack production, the documentary—a uh-huh. yeah. lot has to do with Jeremy Fair. He connected all of us because yeah. he just, you know, he's he's an icon in his own way, man. And yes, he is. He's yes, a legend. he he's is. A nice legend, yeah. Just like Ruben yes, he is. Of one of the it's greatest, great. one of the greatest men I ever what came across man, in life right? with. Great yep. guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, sir. Like I said, he's got uh, some great stories. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, you know, like I said, some great, some some good people, good, bad, or whatever. Hey, as long as you're all right with me, I don't give a fuck what you do. You know, you could go in the church, you could go in the yeah. church and shit in the church floor and blame it on the preacher if you want to. You know. <laughs> oh, 
Now, Sonny, when I was in there, now you're talking about the pimps that I saw in there, man. They threw down some serious money, but those were the Boston pimps, right? And you're talking about the Cleveland pimps. Yeah. Yeah, the Boston Cleveland Indians. Oh, yeah, but the Cleveland Indians, they were different. Yeah, because, no, like I said, you know, you take uh, Tommy Weston and the few of those, and Johnny Jr., Rudy remember them. I mean, they were good kids, but, see, they were Johnny behind Jr. the age yeah, He called in. He, Johnny yeah. Jr., I have... I he was at my birthday my... party, uh, New Year's Day. Yeah. They gave me a birthday party at this bar in, in Roxbury for my 76th birthday. He called in about a year ago with us, Johnny yeah. Jr. He was one of the first prints to call in. Yeah, but, see, he was, like I said, he was, like, age-wise behind me, you know? And then yeah. there was another, there was another no good motherfucker. I had to uh, <laughs> take him for a fucking ride. Green Eye Jimmy and I had to take him for a fucking ride. And uh, that one they called, remember Sugar? Yeah. Remember Sugar? Sugar? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that no good piece of shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. He, um, I'm going to tell you a quick stuff. Funny story, man, I was... I was in Puerto Rico vacationing, and, and um, by this time, I'm working. It's 1975. I'm working at Dorchester Court, you know. I'm an uh, assistant <laughs> probation officer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm working at Dorchester Court. How did that turn out? Oh, shit. It turned out fabulous. Let all your friends go. There you go. So That's I good. go on vacation. And I go to Puerto Rico. And so, you know, I'm staying at the El San Juan with all the high rollers. And this uh, this old young, fine, blonde bitch uh, comes up to me and asks me, that I want to buy some pussy, you know? So I said, um, I said, how much? Uh, the bitch told me $300. I looked at her and I said, you see this hand here? I knew pussy couldn't be good as my hand for $300. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 so she kept following me all night Then the next day and the next day So her and I ended up hanging And then she ended up staying Because I was there for 10 days So she stayed with me a few days She had some uh, some uh, Puerto Rican pimp down there And uh, so she left him And I, I said okay I'm leaving I'm going back to the, the States And my vacation's up Next thing I knew This broad is in Boston, and uh, her name was Sherry. That was her street name. I didn't know that. That was her street name, Sherry. And um, but she originally told me she was from Brockton, you know. So I, uh, so she came to the courthouse looking for me, and uh, her and I get together, and everything is fine. Uh, married, got a nice family. I got that once a week paycheck shit that I'm still wasn't used to. You know, and so then the bra started giving me all this money, you know. So I said, shit, I ain't going to quit my job. You know, I'm going to milk this long as it lasts, as long as she wants to contribute to the Sunny Lovelace All-Star Fund. I didn't mind, you know. <laughs> so, the Sunny Lovelace Foundation. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah, and so it got, it got kind of hot and heavy there. And everything was good. So she goes out, because I told her, I said, stay away from that combat zone. You know, LaGrange Street and and all them joints. That's when we also had that joint. And the after-hour joint, um, 225 Western Avenue. Remember the after-hour joint in Cambridge? 
Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess she decides to go downtown, and uh, so she runs into Sugar, and he plucks her off. You know, calls me up. Hey, man, I got this broad. She just gave me some money. She want to be with me, and blah 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 blah. I said, yeah, okay. Which I didn't give a fuck. You know, I kept that as long as it lasted. You know, and so, you know, I had some, um, I had some clothes out to her house. We uh, we had a uh, apartment in um, <clears throat> in um, in Brockton. You know, so I'm uh, sitting up there, and there's a knock come on the door, and the key gets in the door. It's this broad sherry. And some other chick, a little older, blonde, nice-looking broad. And she says to me, uh, well, I come with her to get her clothes, and she's leaving and blah, blah, blah. You know, and I, I'm under the impression that's her mother because she was older. So I was trying to be respectful. I said, yeah, okay, I didn't want to have no problems, you know, because I got a good fucking gig and everything, you know. So then she starts talking shit to me, and she said something. I said, well... You're not her mother? She said, no. I hauled off and knocked that bitch out cold. You hear me? I cold cocked that bitch. You know? Yeah. And so, and so, uh, Sherry, she runs out, she runs out, uh, out the house, and I'm running behind her, and she jumps in her car, and I see this motherfucker looking like, uh, uh, the ape man, you know, with that fucking, with sugar. He had a wig on and looking like the fucking planet of the apes, you know. And so, uh, he, um, he splits. I go back upstairs. I go to sleep. Next thing I knew, the motherfucking police was in there taking my ass out of there, you know. Took me to Brooklyn, booked me, you know. Took, uh, I had to go to court, you know. I said, this motherfucking punk-ass mother, I said, he's supposed to be a player, and he going to send the police? I said, yeah, I'm going to get this motherfucker. So I went and got Tommy Stewart and Green-Eyed Jimmy, and the Playboy Club was open. We went to the Playboy Club and dragged that nigga out of there and put him in the car, and we drove him up to Franklin Park. I beat that motherfucker until I got tired, and then I arrested and then re-whipped his ass. Took all his motherfucking dough, kicked him in his ass, and told him, don't come on the motherfucking strip, you know? And uh, I just did that for show. I did that for show because I was out of that life. I had to let this punk-ass motherfucker know that uh, you right. uh, you have fucked example. with the wrong you one. Set an, example. set an example. Yeah, and then, you know, we don't yeah. call no cops. We, we, we handle that shit ourselves, you know? I know the right. game. I've been in the game right. since I was 17 years old when players were players from, from New York, Chicago. I'm talking about show right. enough players, not them Cleveland-ass Indian motherfuckers, you know? And so, um, so I had to give give him a boot up the ass and scare the fuck out of him, you know. And then uh, I didn't even want the bitch no more because I said that was trouble. And I got a good fucking job, and I'm lucky and glad that didn't it didn't get back to Dorchester Court, you know. So I left that bitch alone because, like I said, man, hey, I was a hundred percent legit assistant probation officer. Now you know I didn't want to handle none of that shit. Right. You know, but, uh, yeah, but that snitching motherfucking punk ass nigga, you know that right. punk ass motherfucker. And then you know they found out. I found out, 
you know, and uh, they said, you know who that dude Sugar is? I said, no, I don't know that mother. He said, that's little boy Roberts from Monroe Street. I said, what? I said, that's that motherfucker? Now, he had about 30 bitches back in them days. He had a big Cadillac limousine with the chauffeur. Remember that, Rudy? Yeah, yeah, sure do. Yeah, and so, you know, he was the man, you know, but I didn't know that he was a punk-ass motherfucker, you know, which I, I, he must have been scared of me. I don't know what you're going to scare me for, you know what I mean? I only weigh 140 pounds, what you scared of me for, you know? But if you do it right, ain't no problem. If you do it wrong, motherfucker, you know, put some extra bullets in your pocket, and I'm not bullshitting. And so, <laughs> wow. and so, um... Though that was the last of the, that was the last of the uh, of me fucking with any of them bitches because I had too much to lose. I've been through the game. I love the game. Uh, I try to school these youngsters and tell them, you know what I mean? Get some kind of money, suck it away, and uh, have something else to fall back on, you know? Because uh, Good for you. if the if, yeah, because yeah. If the bitch don't if the bitch don't suck a dick or turn a trick. <laughs> You can't eat, and you are a sorry motherfucker waiting for a bitch to suck somebody's dick so you can uh, eat a fucking hamburger. <laughs> you know that's no that ain't no that's why I said no 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 that's right fuck that man you know what kind of man are you you know and um, so that's why I always got my own and let a bitch know hey you know you you're leaving goodbye fuck you. <laughs> yeah. right. yeah. And then like uh, right. another another good story I got uh, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes And yeah. Uh, yeah The last time I seen Rudy uh, We was all down the, They was playing at the At the Sugar Shack hey, And they had hit it hey, big Sonny. Had, Yeah Yes sir Hey Sonny We got we got a caller Okay This is uh, Tommy Weston man Say hi Oh my man Tommy Yeah Good people Wow yeah, awesome. go ahead. Can I hey, hear you? Hey, Sonny, how you, how you doing? Is this the infamous Sonny Lovelace? Yeah, this is handsome Sonny Lovelace, motherfucker. The one, the one and only, right? <laughs> the, one, the one and only, Tommy. <laughs> yes, My sir. Man. Yes, sir. Good to hear you. You know I was going to call. Listen, man, I got a good question for y'all. Uh, what are we going to do about the players bash this, this year? I'd like I to get you guys with no, no, ain't you guys going to do that this year? I would like to be able to unite with somebody to do, baby, to do it bigger. All right, so oh, yeah. hey, count let's, me let's in. Make that happen. Yeah, yeah, count you me know, in. I mean, I you know, uh, you know, uh, I had asked Rudy to join us last year, but I never heard nothing back. And you know, I think it would be real good and make make it a lot bigger if we could get some more people involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that sounds good to me. I'd like because you guys gave one a couple of years ago. I heard it was real, and I couldn't make it, but. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I heard it was real nice. I seen some pictures uh, uh-huh. of you and uh, and some of the fellas, and then I seen some motherfucking niggas with them fucking the colors on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I had a purple, so I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you listen, know, yeah, you know, Danny Danny Rowe was there with us. Yeah, well, Danny's my man. Danny's cool. I me, you, and Danny. I already know. You know I already Yeah, me, know. you, and Danny. You know, how we, yep. you know how we roll, but I'm talking about them suckers, man, with cuffs in their fucking pants, you know? Yeah, well, we, ain't gonna, we ain't going to mess with that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, so Tommy, when so, you get ready, man, uh give me a call at the house and uh and uh you know, we can try to round up some players that got, you know, that got some money and some status and we can right, do something. Right. I, yeah, I would I I would enjoy that, you know, okay, because uh, the other one I I couldn't I couldn't make it. And then right. the other one, call my nephew David. Yeah. David yeah. H- David Heston. I know that's my man. Me we yeah, well, that's my together. nephew. Yeah, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't know that till last year. Yeah, that's my nephew. That's my brother's right. son. Yeah, yeah, he's good and people. So call yeah, David. David people. got money like horse shit, and yeah. uh, David's the type of person you're gonna want. <laughs> you know, you're gonna want you know to help put on this thing. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, it uh, you know, good, and, man. good to hear your voice, Rudy and Sam. You guys, man, be good. Hey, wait a minute, okay, Tommy, Tommy. Talk to us about the shack. You, you were there, right? Oh, I was definitely there, no doubt. Well, give us a good story, I was there man. With Johnny, story. I was there with, there with Johnny Jr. and Herschel. Uh, uh, let me see, Wade Park, Jimmy was back then, T.Y. I came up with some of the older fellas. Yeah, Wade Park, anyway. Jimmy. Wade Park, Jimmy. Foch, Foch, Ray Foch. Galloway. Yeah, Ray Galloway, oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, I got I gotta get a hold of Bob, Bobby Jr. James. I got, I got his number. Yeah, me too. Who's? I got his number. He should, I should have had Johnny his Jr. call in today. Yeah, yeah I got his yeah, number also. I'm, I'm yeah. friends with his son. I'm friends with his son. His son's a okay. young yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 Johnny yeah, Johnny yeah, give him a call. He went, yeah, he went to Rochester, guy. New York with me a couple of months ago. They gave me a cup up there in Rochester. He went up there with me. Yeah, I seen wow. it. Nice, nice thing. Yeah, yeah nice presentation. Yes, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, the Sugar Shack, there ain't nothing like it, man. I, I wish there was enough people around to tell you guys to come back and do it again. But yeah, you, you gotta know, remember that just ain't what it used to be. Yeah, plus all them motherfuckers are dead, man. Yeah, I know all them guys are dead. But you know what, man? Uh, Boston was made up of a lot of people from out of town too. It oh, wasn't true. just yeah. us. People came, niggas came from everywhere to be in that Sugar Shack. Oh yes, definitely <laughs> yes. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah, that yeah. was that was the spot. I Man, remember. You see, you see license plates from everywhere. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah. what was that motherfucker's name from California? What was his name? Never bought nothing but a beer. That cheap motherfucker. <laughs> what was his name? He was I in the Ebony magazine. <laughs> what was that nigga's name? Uh, I, I can't think, think of his think name. I know yeah, you know, yeah. Johnny. <laughs> he was at um, no, he was at uh, the Ali fight, and they took his picture outside the garden. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, him and Ray Galloway uh, was on the was in this picture in Ebony magazine, and uh-huh. he uh, from California. This was the cheapest motherfucker in the world. He said, "Man, let's get a blow." I said, "Okay, let's get a blow." He said, uh, well, uh, "We'll just get a 20. I said, "What you say?" I looked at this nigga. I said, "What? What did you say?" I looked at yeah. this motherfucker. I said, "Man, you better get the fuck out of my a twenty dollar blow." I should have called the cops on that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, what? Chuck White. That was a Chuck hey, White. Man, Chuck White. I remember Chuck, Chuck White. White. That's yes, that sir. motherfucker's name. Chuck yes, White. Sir. I remember Chuck White. Yeah, yeah. But Man. you know what? Let me tell you, know, you know what what used to get me? And I'm very uh-huh. observant. Now, there's Foots, Ray yeah. Galloway, and some other mother. Uh, who? Big Lee? Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about this one instance. Uh, uh, 
they had supposed to bought this nightclub in Chelsea, I think, right? Oh, yeah, I was at the club in Chelsea. Yeah, now, Ray Galloway walking around talking shit with his big Cleveland-ass cheap motherfucker, and Foots. <laughs> now, how yeah. come you own a motherfucking club and Dutchie Pacino don't allow you motherfuckers behind the bar? <laughs> uh, and they never did go back there either. You hear what I'm saying, how observant I am? Yeah, yeah, I that, that's the man. Oh yeah, I said. Listen, listen. Uh, don't, don't even, don't even get in my face. with this is my club, you stupid motherfucker, you. Just shut up. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell you who. I'm gonna tell you who is there. Uh, 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 Foots uh, knocked him off for the big yellow jag. He uh, they was gambling. What was it, Big Bill Somerville or something? I don't recall him. Foots was gambling with somebody and won the Jaguar. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it was a yellow Jaguar convertible. No, I wasn't around then, no. I don't think. Yeah, yeah but I remember was, they, they was out there, but this was the time the club was open out there in Chelsea. Yeah, well, I just, yeah, because I, um, I, um, I, I, I had a job. I was working. I just went out there, you know, I just came out on the weekends, you know. Uh-huh, and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, and so, you know, and then, you know, I, man, I, I went for that shit, right? And Foot said, yeah, man, we got a club. We put our money together, you know, and then I'm looking at, uh, Pacino. Walking around with his little short ass, looking at like Ch- uh, what's his name, Charlie Chan, the detective, you know, <laughs> and he's watching these motherfuckers. He made sure didn't one of them black motherfuckers go behind that bar and touch a cash register. <laughs> no, no kind of way out. <laughs> yeah, I said to myself, yeah, okay, I'm bringing in all these motherfucking people. I can't go behind the bar. I can't touch the motherfucking refrigerator. Uh, not refrigerator. Cash register. <laughs> fuck you. You know, just like, yeah, just like uh, we had that, oh, man, I had a beef with, oh, this is back in the 60s, me and Kenny and Jerry Red and these dudes that, uh, uh, big old white boy, uh, Eddie, Eddie Cacaldo, you know? Uh-huh. And so, oh, yeah, and so I, uh, uh, needed some money. I borrowed some money. I was at the crap game upstairs over Basin Street, the pool room up there, Jules, you know? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, and uh, so Eddie gave me some money, you know, and I went up there and lost that, and I went over across the street to Uncle Ned's and pawned every motherfucking thing on my arm, lost that. <laughs> so, um, so next thing I knew, Eddie said, hey, man, I, I need that dough. I said, Eddie, uh, Give me a day or so, I'll, you know, I got to check on a few things and I'll pay you back. So this motherfucker, he wanted to, I guess he wanted to show off for foots or somebody. This motherfucker slapped me across my motherfucking face oh, and said, boy. get the oh. fucking money and you better get it oh. quick. You know? Mm. And I looked at him, I said, okay. I said, okay. I said, now, let me just explain one thing to you. I said, now, you know you're paid. What do you mean? I said, that slap... Then cost you what I owed you. Plus, you're paying off, motherfucker, or you ain't opening up nothing in Roxbury. You ain't opening up a motherfucking thing. There's no way in hell I can go to the motherfucking North End or Chinatown and open up a bathhouse. You hear me? And you motherfuckers come in the berry and, and, and open up everything? No, motherfucker. If, if uh, You are not opening shit, and I'm going to make sure I burn that motherfucker down. 
And they thought I was bullshitting. And me and Jerry Red and Kenny Godfrey and Jocko, man, shit, we met in the rainbow, and we laid the terms down to this motherfucker. Eddie Cataldo. I'll never forget that big, stupid yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, talking about he owned Basin Street. Then nobody owned Basin Street but Carioca. And Carioca burnt that motherfucker down 13 times. Yeah, Carioca, Rocco, Rocco Lamatina, Ralphie Chong's uncle, Ralphie Chong's uncle. I know Ralphie Chong. I know Ralphie Chong very well. Yeah, I know. Hey, Sonny, you remember when Danny opened up the club down there on the Green Street? Yes, I used to go in there. Yeah. yeah, I used to and go in there. Him yep. out. They burnt him out. Yes, I know it. I know yeah, it. I yeah, told him. going over there for a man, while, man. We was, yeah, you know they saying? didn't want... Hey, man, them motherfuckers didn't want no niggas down there doing nothing. Only Hell thing they no. wanted niggas down there to do is to buy a <laughs> pussy. That was all. You know? But I told them motherfuckers, you know? And I let them know. Just like they... Uh, uh, foots and, and, uh, on the car. What was it? Uh, 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 Madison Street and Washington Street. They had that after I joined up this. When I yeah, shot yeah. that nigga, when I shot that nigga in his ass and, and pistol with KC, <laughs> motherfucker, tell me you bod. I said I'm what? I'm bod. You can't come in here. I said let me tell you something, motherfucker. I'm born right around the corner, and you're from fucking Prince Street and 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 in the north end and foot you're from somewhere and jump jump off Georgia. I said, motherfucker, this is my town. If I'm barred, you motherfuckers ain't opening. And that's the bottom line. Uh, oh no, hey, no, yeah, no, I'm Boston all the way, and you ain't no, gonna no, come yeah. and try to. You know, oh, how you gonna bar me out of my motherfucking town? Where yeah. you really grew up, for real? Yeah, yeah where yeah, we grew crazy. up at. You know? Yeah, shit, man. man. Yeah, and then when I had that uh, uh, when I had that beef with KC up there and pistol whipped that motherfucker and whipped <laughs> his ass. Yeah, that fucking punk ass KC and foot <laughs> jumped into it, you know. And Bobby yeah. James, I said, boy, I said you motherfuckers don't know. I said I have a. I said I got acquaintances out here <laughs> in the life. I said, uh, you motherfuckers are acquaintances. I don't know you niggas, you know, except for the street. I said, you know what? I said, no. And I said, let me tell you something. I said, I'm Boston's own. My friends that got jobs, you know what I'm saying, that we all grew up together and we had a gang, the Park Boys. Oh, all I got dude. to do is one, make one motherfucking phone call. And every motherfucker out this time. This is what Boston's all about. See, like I say, I got a lot of acquaintances, but I got my friends. Like, my friends, they came from Washington, D.C. to my birthday mm-hmm. party in January. I mean, kids I went right. to third and second grade with. You know what I'm saying? And all I got to do is say, hey, man, I'm having some trouble. Okay, yeah, point the yeah. nigga out. That's all they're going to say. Yeah, that's right. And you go home. Yeah. And uh, yeah. like I said, and I don't forget my friends. See, right. that, uh, them old street niggas, they're here today and gone tomorrow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're here today and gone tomorrow. Uh, what no is this motherfucker's name? Yeah. Rudy, are you still there? Rudy, are you still there? Sure, I'm here. Yeah, yeah and then they had that. Are you hearing these stories? Wow. Hey, man, listen, I remember every, I remember what he's talking about. He's a little older than me, but uh, his name rang like hell over there. Believe that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that, uh, they had oh. one motherfucker. They, uh, what was his name? You remember, you remember Meat Seldom Seen? Seldom Seen? Yeah. He used to, he used to run with Lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he seldom was seldom seen if he was seen. Yeah, I seen him and whipped his ass and he was seldom. 
That motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sheldon Sheen used to run with Lucky. They, I remember when they died, the, pu- the poodles. One was pink and one was blue. Yeah, what was that nigga's name? Uh, 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 Bill Taylor. Bill Taylor. Bill Taylor. From California. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that Sheldon Sheen. See, them motherfuckers came here. Uh, uh, that, that's just like, uh, like I said, take me, Punky Stinson, Green Eyed Jimmy, Kenny Godfrey. You know, when them, I mean, see, when I first got into the life around 1958, 59, that's when New yeah. York flooded, flooded Boston. I mean, they was coming through here and talking to uh, Bostonians like they weren't shit. Like they owned you know? Boston. Yeah. Like and they owned so, Boston, yeah. Yeah, so one of them old motherfuckers, uh, uh, I got into it with this motherfucker they call um, Count. Much older than me. The motherfucker got to be 100 now. Him and Frank Stewart and them old... Them old no, yeah, them old pimping-ass niggas. Frank Stewart yeah, them old down in Atlantic niggas. City. Yeah, Frank Stewart yeah. got that joint yeah, in Atlantic City, City. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we was in the after hour joint up on Lambert and Lambert. Lambert Avenue, Lambert Street. This is the 50s. Uh-huh. The joints was jumping. The whores was jumping out of trees, giving niggas money. I mean, you could, you know, you could fall asleep and wake up with money. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, those yeah, were the days, yeah. you know. No and doubt. So, yeah. And so all the younger dudes, me and Jerry Red and Kenny Gar, we're all in the other room. And we shop. We shop. And we young. And these old motherfuckers are jealous. And so they make a crack. And they said, what they said that I, never, I never get this broad name, Gene. This bitch, Gene. She was in there mm-hmm. talking to me. So he called her. He said, hey, Gene, uh, come here. She said, okay, I'm ready. I'm talking to somebody. And then this cat counts said, yeah, okay, you stay in there with the junior pimps. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, boy. Yeah, so I uh, I went over Have to Jerry Red. anybody else called in, uh, Sonny? Huh? Have anybody else called in? Uh, not, not yet. yet. I, uh, no, I just, okay, cause just I been, put it me, Rudy. Because I, I put it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I seen it. Yeah. Yeah, so so I said to Count, I said, uh, what do you mean the junior pimps? So he said, uh, you know, I was just talking. I said, let me tell you something, motherfucker. I said, you don't know me. I said, I ain't one of these Boston niggas that, 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 that's afraid of the dock and sleep with all their lights on this motherfucking house. I said, nigga, I'll whip your motherfucking ass. You understand? I said, you are, you do not fuck with Sonny Lover. So I slapped him, and I snatched his wig off his head. He had a fucking Jackie Gleason wig on, you know? And snatched that wig off his head and slapped the shit out of him. You know what I'm saying? I said, now what you gonna do? And all Pretty Eddie, Bobby James, all them niggas were standing there. And I looked at uh, each and every one of them. I said, somebody got something to say? I looked at each and every one of them right in their eye. I said, somebody got something to say? Because I had a couple yeah. of run-ins with Bobby. I had to stick my knife in him a couple of times back in the 50s, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to stick my knife in his ass a couple of times. And just yeah. like that motherfucker, the, that, that dude, Fats Domino, that, that, yeah. that Fats Domino on, um, uh, on, uh, in front of Handy's there, I'm out there shooting dice with this motherfucker. And uh, him and Foots and some of them, I mean, just, I'm winning all the money and I'm talking shit while I'm winning the money. I know you were. <laughs> this motherfucker grabbed me, put a knife up to my throat, slapped me oh, like I was yeah. his son, took all my money, took all his money back, and kicked me in the ass and told me, don't come back on the corner. Oh, boy. I said, okay. I said, fine. I went up to my mother's house on Seaver Street. 
Uh-huh. And I went into I went in the closet and I came back down on Tremont Street. I jumped out my motherfucking Eldorado before it stopped running. Before it stopped <laughs> pop. I jumped out and left that motherfucker running. That nigga seen me coming. Daddy is daddy. He knew it was on then. He seen me coming, he runs. He runs. Now there's a restaurant right next to Handy Grill. This is back in nineteen sixty one, sixty two. Yeah. There's a restaurant called the Famous Restaurant. So this nigga runs into the restaurant and he tries the to hide underneath a table. Tommy yeah, Beautiful. he tries to hide. And I seen that <laughs> big black ass of his hanging out from under the table. Couldn't, I couldn't shot him in both cheeks of his ass. I <laughs> shot that motherfucker in both cheeks of his ass. Everybody ran out the restaurant, didn't pay the mother. I must have ran 70 people out the motherfucker. I know you the did. The nigga had me busted. The cops came and got me, put me in jail for attempted murder. I said, this motherfucker assaulted me. Yeah, yeah. He gonna hit you, but when you when you retaliate, he's a punk. Yeah. And the motherfucker, <laughs> the fucking judge gave me ten years. I said, Whoa. what? Mother, yeah. that judge Smith, he gave me ten motherfucking years. Fucking you know? What? I said, oh man. Oh yeah, I took it back to court and did something with it and got it cut down to two and a half to three. And then yeah. in them in them days, in those days, man, you out of jail within you out of jail for twelve months. Yeah, you know, back in the good old days, you out of jail in 12 months with that parole. Yeah, that's back I, I never Charles knew what a fucking parole was. Open up. was. Now, wow. That's back when Charles Street was there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, man, but I'm, I'm, this was, like I said, man, I can remember, uh, like, you know, what, what started me, I don't know if I told you that story, what started me, I was working in Jimmy Guilford's Dunbar Barbershop where, they, where he do the hair, and when yeah. they got the hair done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I worked in there in 1955-56 after school, shining shoes. That's the and same thing the... that happened to me, Sonny. I was yeah, working and, down and, and, in the barber shop in uh, in uh, in Mop City down Dudley Station. Yep, 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 yep. And you know I'm brushing these guys off, and uh, uh, and they was hey, Sonny, go park my car and give me five dollars, five dollar tip. Back in the fifties, I made right. more motherfucking money than my daddy made. You hear me? <laughs> I made more. Yes, I only made about eleven dollars a week for pay. I think it was seventy cents an hour, but I yeah. was making four or five hundred a week in tips from the. Whoa. That's when I met Bobby James and all them niggas came here from New York. When I was a kid, and I see all them pinky rings and. Oh man, I was fascinated by them motherfuckers. I said, "Yeah, I'm gonna do that too." And that's how I got into the game. Yep, that's how I got into the game. You know, and that's what, man, right to this motherfucking day, you know what I'm saying, I refuse to go out not looking dressed. You know, when I come out, uh, every mother, uh, every nigga and bitch's eye is on me. I'm dressed. Summer, winter, fall, or snow. Yeah, hey, that. Sonny. Wow. Sonny. Yeah. Yeah. You started to tell a story about Harold Melvin. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, um, they was in the the shack, but what I'm going to say about Harold and them, they started off in Basin Street, and they wasn't making no money. They didn't have no clothes in. Niggas was raggedy. You know, had run those shoes off. Yeah, Harold, Bernie, uh, Mm. Lion Larry Brown, and the lead singer back in that day was, this dude was named Big John. And mm-hmm. I lived on Forest Hill Street, you know, where all the whores and pimps lived up there. 
I yeah. lived on Forest Hill, and after Basin Street, we all would go up to Forest Hill Street uh, with them Basin Street bitches, you know what I mean, and get a little pussy and have a little blow, but they wasn't making no money, and, you know, um, I had, you know, a, a wide open house, and, and, and them dudes, they stayed any time they wanted, you know, mm-hmm. so when they, next time I seen them down the sugar shack, you know, they was, had this shit together, you know. And yeah, the first yeah. Thing, yeah. First thing happened, Harold said, man, I ain't never going to forget you, Sonny, you know, and gave me a piece of money because when they wasn't making shit, we was all hanging together. Yeah, yeah, didn't give a shit. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And that's how it be, Yeah, you know, that's see, how I it used to right. be anyway. That's how it used yeah. to be. No, because, you see, know, I, 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 went, I went to the house sometime <laughs> dead broke and go downtown and didn't even have no hole or nothing, and, and the niggas would give you $100 here and there. That, that's right. Shit, you that's know what right. I'm saying? And, and you yeah. would be straight until you came up with one. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's how it was, man. And um, yeah. like I said, Harold and them guys, I mean, uh, we were so tight. Uh, the last one that died, uh, he was a lioness motherfucker. Lion Larry Brown, I named that motherfucker. <laughs> you probably seen his picture on Facebook with me. You yeah. know, Lion Larry. I, I, I drove to Philly to his funeral in 2005. You know, mm-hmm. I drove down to Philly to his funeral, you know, and uh, took part in, the, in, in his funeral with his family, you know. And yeah, his wife yeah. said, yeah, his, his wife told me, she said, yeah, they always talk about little Sonny from Boston, yeah. Because that's how <laughs> I was with certain people, you know. Right, that's right. Yeah, well, no, like I said, yeah. I ain't, you know, like, you know, like I said, man, you know, uh, what, I'm five feet seven, I weigh 140 pounds, you know what I mean? I had no, I had one brother, he was always in the fucking jail, Everybody used to yeah. whip my ass and take my money, you know. <laughs> and then I got tired of that shit. And then I went over to uh, uh, I went over on Northampton Street to Baby Tigers. Uh, yeah, school yeah of I boxing. remember Tiger. You had boxing gym. Yeah, yeah. I went to Baby Tigers School of Boston, and I found out I could knock motherfuckers out with one punch. I was every nigga that mistreated me from the kindergarten. I stretched <laughs> out and whipped their ass. <laughs> Honest to God. Sonny, listen, I got to run, man, but I had to call you. Yeah, I'm glad you did, Tommy. I'm glad these guys guys let me talk and reminisce. And, boy, uh, hurry up and get this goddamn thing together so I can come out to Vegas and we can get together. Yeah, that sounds good. uh, This documentary together, whatever y'all going to do. Hurry up. When y'all going to come down there and interview my ass? Uh, We're going to do that in the next couple of weeks. We're going to be down okay. there, man. Yeah, you know, okay. And, uh, see, when you did... Hey, Tommy, thank see, when you. you did hey, Tommy, don't be a stranger. We're here every week, okay? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. You got me. Yeah, we want to hear yeah, from well, you everybody. See, I we put it, you see, I put it on Facebook for other people to call, yeah. Yeah, tell everybody to call in. I definitely will. You got it. Yeah, because when you guys get ready to do some shit. Yeah. <laughs> when you guys did Lil, uh, somebody went uh, uh, to her house and interviewed her? Yeah, I did. I went. Georgia, yeah, okay. Uh, yep. I was supposed to go. I was supposed to wow. be there. Yeah, but what happened, uh, I couldn't go because I had got arrested uh, Labor Day weekend for OUI. Uh, hey, uh, sir, driving, sir, yeah. You got 
If you guys go on YouTube, we got a little uh, 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 film on there from the last, uh, from the first party. Me, Johnny Jr., Danny. Uh, there was a few of us where we sat around the round table. Breon was there, and we all kicked this on YouTube. It's uh, Tommy Weston's Players Extravaganza. Uh, yeah, okay. they got they got a they got a clip <laughs> on there. You might want to look at. Okay, good. I'll, I'll check see it, it out. again. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, I got it's pretty your good. number, Tommy, because we want to interview you too. Maybe we can interview yeah. you cats together. Yeah, Sounds but good. let me now. Let me, hey, Tommy. Before you go, let me say this. Uh -huh. So when you went to Lil's, so when you went to Lil's house, I couldn't go because I got busted Labor Day weekend for uh, uh, driving under the influence. This motherfucker yeah. profiled me. Yeah, this cocksucker. Yeah. My granddaughter just got married a um, few hours before that, so I came over the Bourne Bridge, and I mm. seen this cop. He got somebody pulled over on the side, so I, you know, I put my left blinker on and went to the left and kept going. A minute later, he must have let this motherfucker go and said, let me go get this nigga here. Yeah, so he yeah, you were too sharp. You were too sharp, sonny. Yeah, I had my tuxedo <laughs> on and shit. Oh, yeah. I sharpened the motherfucker. You had that, that Eldorado sparkling bright? Yes. So this <laughs> motherfucker pulls me over. He says, now blow into that. I blew. He said, we're well, under arrest. I said, for what? He said, you're over the limit. I said, what's the limit? He said, I ain't going to tell you nothing. He put the handcuffs on me and took me to the station. Well, to make a long story short, they told my car uh, I refused the breathalyzer in the station, and uh -huh. so that's automatic, uh, 180 days that you lose your license. So yeah. my grand, my grand, other granddaughters had to come bail my ass out of jail, mm -hmm. and uh, went to court, got arraigned day after Labor Day, and so we kicked it around, kicked it around, kicked it around, you know. And I told the fire, I got me a lawyer. I said, this motherfucker profiled me. He said, what do you mean you profiled? I said, you didn't read the fucking report? I said, what kind of fucking lawyer are you? Mm -hmm. I said, this motherfucker got me down as a, a race. My race is H. H is for hell or Hispanic, ain't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I yeah, don't look like yeah. no motherfucking Rican, you know? <laughs> and so... <laughs> <laughs> and so this, you know, then he got, then he hey, said, hey, that's just like fucking uh, a fly baby called me a Jap Italian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, you look like one of them. <laughs> yeah, if I get that look at me, I act like one. <laughs> yeah. So this motherfucker, so I went to court, and so I told, you know, I, you know, and uh, they did some homework on this guy. I said, I'm taking a jury trial. So we yeah. postponed it a couple of times, you know, and so, um, uh, March something, uh, I come home from court. There's a letter in the mailbox. Mm -hmm. You know, your hundred, your 180 days are up. You can go get your license back. I said, Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, wow, with a reinstatement good. fee of five hundred dollars. I said, What? Yeah. yeah. So wow. I scrounged up that five hundred. I had given the fucking lawyer. I paid him right in front. One thing I remembered from the streets: pay your bondsman and pay your lawyer, pay your lawyer. right away. Right yeah. the fuck away. Everybody else can wait, you know? That's right. You got to keep yeah. them straight. And so... Hey, well, listen, if you guys get in touch with me in time enough, I'll call Danny up to come up from New Jersey, and I'll put a few guys together so we can do a nice thing. Yeah, that'd be nice. Gotta, all of us together. You know? Hey, hey, you guys just give me time to, time to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, before you go, so yep. make a long story short, man, um... We was going to go pick the jury, and then my lawyer said, no, we're going to go uh, for a bench trial. So mm -hmm. we're in front of the, you know, the judge, 
judge uh, looked at me, uh, asked me these questions. I said, no, Your Honor, I wasn't drinking. I said, I had a couple. I said, I wasn't inebriated or nothing. And I said, now, this gentleman here just wanted to uh, 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 mess with me. I don't know why, you know. I said, I, I said Your Honor, you can look at uh, my rap sheet there, and you can see I never had a traffic ticket. And all mm-hmm. the reckless shit I ever done in life, I never had a fucking traffic ticket. Well, and so, this, you know, that. so the lawyer, <laughs> so no, so the lawyer, he got up there, and I got on the stand and said, hey, and then, man, when I got finished with that motherfucking judge, you know what I'm saying, he said to me, he said, hey, how old are you? I said, I'm 76. He said, whatever you're drinking, give me some of it so I can look your age. Not guilty. <laughs> Not guilty, all three counts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Not guilty. All right, guys, and that's your run, man. Okay. It's a pleasure talking to you. I'll be back with you, you so next much, week, man. man. All right. Okay, Take cool. care. Be safe. Cool. All right, Sonny, I'll get with you later. Okay, Tommy. Yeah, good. so um, so that's what that's why I couldn't make make it over the Lills that day because I didn't have no license and I didn't want to chance it, you know. Right, right. Well, yeah. we're gonna do. You know what I want to do is get you together with Chandra. She's still around, okay. isn't she? Uh, she yeah, Chandra, are you in touch with her? No, I haven't seen her since uh, I think one of Lills, uh, one of Lills. Uh, no, I seen her at Lills. Uh, at Lil's funeral, but uh, then she uh, she came in, she didn't stay, and she. Uh, but I'll ask Lil's sister how to get in touch with her, maybe. Yeah, 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 great. We're going to do that. Yeah. Uh, Listen, oh my God, this has been um, unbelievable. unbelievable. You want to have a little fun? Let's uh, let's call Skippy White. Let's see if we can get him. No, Skippy White. Do you know White. Skippy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had his. I, yeah, I know Skippy so well. I had his son, Little Skippy, uh, at DYS, Department of Youth Service. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. All right, yeah, oh, hang on. Yeah. Gonna, but I knew Skippy. No, but I knew Skippy anyhow from, you know, uh, back on Washington Street, you know? Back oh, in the early here. 50s. Let's see if we get him. Charles, Charles, am I, am I muted? No, 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 yeah, you're sir? on. Am I muted? Am I on? No, you're not. Skippy you're White? on. Hang on a second. Yeah, Skippy. Yep. Is this Skippy White? Yes, it is. Who's this? So this is Tom Hayes from the Sugar Shack documentary. How you doing, Skippy? Oh, great. How are you, Tom? What's happening? Good. Good. You got a second to talk? Yeah. How's Rudy doing? Well, I tell you what, I got, uh, I got beautiful, I got beautiful Sunny Lovelace on the phone with us. He's, we're doing our documentary, oh. and Rudy's on, and Sunny's on. Sun, so Sunny, Sunny Lovelace. No, 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 no relation to Linda Lovelace. Yeah, no, no mate. <laughs> I get you. So what's happening? Go ahead, Sonny. Go Hello? ahead and talk to him. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, the, yeah, the me, last Sonny. time talk I seen me. you. Yeah, the last time I seen you, Skippy, I had you I had your son. Uh uh at one of them uh, uh DYS programs. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, How long ago was that? In, Oh, I think around eighty-seven. I think, yeah. Eighty-seven. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. you go way back. You you go back before my time. Oh yeah, but I'm I go not, back I'm not with that you, old, man. Sonny. Oh bullshit! <laughs> I go back with you, goddammit. Uh, uh, Mass, uh, what? Mass and Washington Street, goddammit. That's right. Uh, that's, that's how far you and I go back. Station. That's right. And yeah, yeah uh, the know. other dude was the other dude was trying to compete with you across the street. Uh, Shep, Jack Shepard, right? Oh no, he went out of business. 
Yeah, Jack Shepard. I know my who I'm what I'm talking about. I got yeah, a memory like an elephant. Yeah, he was a long time. What does he call the Jazzland? Something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jack, Jack's Jazzland. Yeah, yeah, but I, I but I go back with you when you know I shit. You and I were damn near the same age as kids almost. You know. Right. Well, I was just a widow kid. Huh? <laughs> I said I What'd was just say? a you widow just, kid then. You were just a little a widow kid. kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you better count the fucking nights. <laughs> All right. All right. So what you guys up to? What are you talking about now on the uh, oh show? Oh my God! Well, Sonny gave us the whole story, the inside of the shack, and. You know, the street life all right. and all the guys. And Listen, Tom, can you hold on one second? Tom, sure, can sure, you hold on ahead. a second? Sure, go ahead, man, go ahead. So anyway, oh, God. So did you hang out with uh, Sonny? How about with the OJs? Did you and Eddie, were you guys tight? Uh, no, I'm not tight, but I knew them. Uh, not, you know, nice people to, you know, to have some drinks with, go to after-hour joint later. Yeah. But see, I was close. Like, I'm, I'm back at you. I'm oh, back at you. Oh, here's Sonny. What's going on, Sonny? Oh, man, I haven't been doing nothing. I'm just getting old, graceful. I'm retired. I live on Cape Cod now. Oh, and, Cape Cod. Uh, Whereabouts are in the Cape? I live, I, live, live? I live in Falmouth. I live in Falmouth. Okay, okay. That's yeah, where I'm the right warm on, water is. Yeah, I'm right on Falmouth <laughs> Harbor, looking at... And that's the warm water oh. side. You know what they say about the Cape. On, the, on, on one side of the Cape, it's cold water. The other side of the Cape, on the Falmouth side, it's warm water. Oh, is that yeah. right? That's the first, first yeah. time I heard of that one. <laughs> and we're the no, no, that's true. I know. I've been on I love, I love going down the Cape. I go down the Cape a lot. I go swimming down there. Oh, yeah? Where do you go? Yeah. Well, sometimes I go to Falmouth, but usually I go to Hyannis. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't you go know, into Hyannis uh, we were talking in about, the summer. You know, we were talking about Northampton Street. We were talking about Basin yeah. Street. You know, and Sonny right. was down all those places. Sonny bought music from you, and uh, so we wanted to just check in with you, let you know we're moving along. Jerry Maffeo, we interviewed him a few weeks ago. We interviewed um, Peaches and Herb. Um, oh. We're on our way out to hopefully get uh, now, Wait a minute, wait gang. a minute. When you say Peaches and Herb, Tom, uh, which Peaches? Yeah, well, that's it. It's a the first one or the second one? <laughs> no, this is, this is, this is, this is the newest one. one. This is the new edition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. new, the newest the one, huh? Peach. Okay. Because yeah, there, yeah, there yeah, was yeah. two different pieces. Yeah, because yeah, the, yeah, last well, you, Skippy, the last time I seen you, Skippy, the last time I seen you, Skippy, Mattapan, I yeah. came up from the Cape, and I uh, you've, uh, I wanted this album by Etta James, Blues in the oh, Night. Okay. Remember that? And that's yes, the last time I do. that you and I, that's the last time I talked with you and made, and, and made you... Uh, Remember who I was some years ago and so forth and so on, but uh, uh, that that was in oh shit that was in eighty something when I I last time I seen you at the uh, uh, record store and I bought that album of Etta James Blues in the Night. Oh, wow. Okay, Blues in the Night. I remember. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. Well, we just yeah. so so it sounds to me like you you come in and uh, bought that Etta James record at last. Oh, I yeah. got all that shit. At last, yeah. <laughs> no, I meant, okay. At last, you bought the record. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I'm kind of slow. <laughs> yes. As a yes, time yes. before yes. that, you said, Skippy, hold your breath and I'll be back. <laughs> That's when they took me to the hospital. <laughs> you know what? I seen uh, I seen Etta James one time. 
She had her hand in a cast. She had a black eye. Yeah. And she was in. Yep. And she was what in. Yeah. Bobby James whipped her motherfucking ass. Put that bitch in a hospital. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah, Bobby James caught her. Bobby James oh. caught her with a yeah, with that putting a putting a putting that spike in her arm. What? Unbelievable. Oh yeah, he beat the shit out of her. You know? Oh yeah, she was using that heroin. She was using that heroin. Oh, be nice. That way? Uh oh. Yeah, she was heavy into drugs. She was yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, she was. Was yeah. that one uh, Cadillac Records? Is that who the Bobby James was? Um. No. No, this was, no, no. she made a record, no, she made a record called Bobby, you know, because Bobby was a pimping motherfucker. Bobby James <laughs> was a pimping motherfucker. Oh, yes, he was now. I can say this mother, this nigga pimped, I mean, he could pimp. He could pimp. <laughs> <laughs> you walk you know? pimp, sleep pimp, call pimp, motherfucker pimp. Oh, yeah, but wow. he was one of the best out of New York that I ever seen, you know. Wow. Right. And he well, killed two bitches. Was yeah. Fuqua, you know that, right? What'd you say? Who? I said, Edda James's boyfriend back in those years was uh, Harvey Fuqua. I know Harvey Moonglows. from the Moonglows. From the Moonglows. Yeah. yeah. yeah I was telling, I was telling Jackie, I was telling Jackie Wilson's sons last week, and uh, I'm glad you got you on the phone because you go way back with all this shit. I said to him, <laughs> I said, I met your father. I was 13 years old, <clears throat> and he had just taken. Clyde McFadder's place in the Dominoes, and yep. Clyde McFadder went and formed the Drifters. It's at a dance hall, Ruggles Hall, off Ruggles and Washington Street upstairs. It only cost about a dollar to get in. I was 13 years old, and I think Jackie wow. was about 18 and 19. That's when I first seen him with Billy Ward in the Dominoes. You know, wow. and this like Skippy. Long way back. Yeah, Skippy, that was 1953. Yeah, yeah, that's right, and and that's like I should go in your joint and get see uh, uh, on federal records uh, 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 the the Domino, Sunny Killing the Oreos. I'm talking about back in the good old days of the groups, you know, and right. uh, Hank Ballard and the Midnighters and uh, Jimmy Ricks and the Ravens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, uh, I do. The, yes. Yeah, and uh, you had all that shit in your in your joint, you know. Absolutely. And like right now, yeah. And um, so do. I got all of that shit. I mean, because that's what I sit back and reminisce. And when, uh, uh, and then, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Big Mama Willa Mae Thornton. The bitch made Hound Dog couldn't sell 50 records. The fucking Elvis Presley, that motherfucker sold 8 billion fucking records, and the bitch <laughs> couldn't make $50. That was the first well, Hound Dog. I, I wouldn't say that. Uh, actually, Big Mama Thornton's version of Hound Dog was still a hit. It was a hit. It was I, mean, I didn't say been, no. It may no, not no, have no, been no. anything close to Elvis Presley's sales, but it was a hit. No, it was that's a what I meant. blues hit. Made number oh, no, one no, of the Billboard Hour B charts. Oh, yeah, but they didn't make any guy. But see, when he. But just like, see, I remember all them motherfuckers taking them records, making cover records. That boom, that motherfucker had as much rhythm as my dick had, you know? Yeah, you, you, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, you, you, you mispronounced his last name. It, that's not how you say his name. His name is Pat Goon. Yeah, that's what he was. Fucking Cat Goon, yeah. Yeah, he fucked up. He Pat fucked Goon. up the twist. Anytime you can fuck up the twist dancing, you are the rhythmically uncoordinated motherfucker. You hear me? Well, he, he messed up every record he uh, made when he tried to make it yeah, out of Yeah, but what I'm stuff. saying, 
No, but see, this is how I go back and, and remember all those groups when I was a kid, the Clovers, and all, I mean, this was back in Rhythm and Blues, was, and the joints was jump, Smiling Jacks, Smiling Jacks College Music Shop on yep. St. Patrol and, and, and Mass Avenue there, you know? 338 Mass in, Avenue. Yep, we used to go in there, and then, and then Cy Stacy made it to Cloven's store after that, you know? Yeah, yeah, he was right beside the Smiling Jack. No, he was right in there. He was right in. That, After that, that is, and, Jack, and on the other side was the White Tower hamburger joint. Yeah, right, a couple of doors down the White Tower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I'm right. just saying well, how, didn't you, you know, work for Smiling Jack? Uh, I, w- I worked for Smiling Jack for three years. Oh, yeah, well, from, I didn't. From, I never from worked or thought about it. 1958 to 1961. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and then I opened my own store in 61, only 55 years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I remember going in there, and no, I remember going in there in the fifties. I was we used to go in there. Yeah, after well, fifty-eight to sixty-one. You, I was I was uh, working for Smiler Jack. Prior to that, I was there? probably a customer like you were. Yeah, well, I see. I go way back before then. I go way yeah, back I know. before then. Yeah, because right. well, uh, you're, you're 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 much older than me. That's why. You're full of shit. <laughs> yeah, you better. Like I told you, you better count the nights. You better count your nights. <laughs> No, I don't count. I don't count oh, leap year. I skip every four years. I skip that. Yeah, I knew uh, it. Hey, remember, hey, Skippy. Remember, you, yeah. have, you, you have a little booth. You go in and listen to the record and see if you like it. Remember that? Yeah, and Jack used to go in and try to feel up the ladies. Yep, because they had a bunch of uh, a bunch of records that stuck in their pussy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Jack yeah, we should go to after around. school. Yeah, just That's like right. Ben, Ben, he had Mr. that cigar. He always had five. that cigar with him. Yep, Mister Five by Five. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes. Oh. I mean, like I said, you know, I mean, like I said, man, I seen, you know, as they had the roll away ballroom, you know, because they could uh, they could go all night long in in that county down there. We uh, go yep. down to the roll away, see. Uh, Fat Domino, and this was back in the when, when Fats was cooking, you know. And uh, right. like I said, back in the the 50s when everything was rhythm and blues, you know, wasn't none of them fucking hillbillies around then, you know. Now, who, who did you listen to on the radio back then? Was that Symphony Sid? Uh, no, Ken Malden. Oh, what happened to Symphony Sid? Symphony Sid played the jazz. No, he played rhythm and blues. No, uh, uh, maybe the night you was listening, he played it. No, he, he played it from 1953 to 1956. That's where I heard Crying in the Chapel by the Orioles. Yeah, but that's no. That's where I, I heard I, I recall, by the Crows. All no, that yeah, stuff I, started no, with I recall. Oh, yeah, no, I recall just Ken Malden. You know, oh. and I I just knew Symphony Sid jumping with my boy Sid in the city. I know the song, everything. You know that was his theme song to come on. Goddamn it, you know. Right. And then Ken Malden, then Ken Malden would come on, and like you said, uh, 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 what's the name? The Crows and the Oreos and the Dominoes and uh, Jimmy Ricks and the Ravens and. Uh, uh, Ruth Brown, Mama, he treats your daughter mean, and oh, all the good shit, you know. And oh, wow. uh, the Royals and the Five Royals, Hank Ballard yep. and the Midnighters, you know. And uh, and the goddamn dancers only cost about seventy-five cents to get in. And tell me something, Skippy, do you remember what was at where the Midtown Motor Inn is on Huntington Avenue? 
You know what was there yeah. uh, before that? What was it before uh, Midtime Motor Inn? Yeah. You know what uh, What was there before that? Oh. Wasn't there a movie theater around there? There was a movie theater. No, the theater movie theater there. was across the street, the Uptown. Uh, right, Uptown, across the street. Um, that was a Mechanics Hall, was it? The start of Mechanics Hall? No, Mechanics Hall, Hall was, was down there, West Newton. That was further down? Yeah. So, I don't know. No, I don't remember what's, uh, where, where the Midtown Motor Inn is now. No, I don't remember. The Ritz Plaza. They used to have the dancers there. Would Mumbo really give them dances? The oh, okay. Ritz, Ritz Plaza. Plaza. Okay, right, yep. right, right. Yep, the Ritz Plaza. You know, I oh, go, do you remember I, you know, when uh, Wild Man Steve used to do uh, uh, yeah. record hops right in the Sherry Biltmore Hotel? Yes, yes. I, mean, I know Steve, uh, Steve Gallon from Florida. Steve, yes. That's right, Steve Gallon. From Florida, yeah. I um, I seen him on Facebook a couple of times, and I was just mentioning his name earlier about uh, uh, Wild Man Steve, myself, and Johnny Sincotti. We went up to see the Motown Review when they did that yeah. one-night stand from city to city in 1962. That's when I first oh. left the Motown. Yeah. Right. And Motown and, and, when they and, do and, the live reviews, yeah. Yeah, and what hey, you call it, uh, Wild Man was Skippy. the MC at, at, at Basin Street. Yeah, you go ahead, uh, uh, Skippy. Uh, Sonny dated um, uh, uh, Diana Ross. Diana Ross. Well, he, he dated Diana Ross. Yeah. Yes. Oh, then he knows her real name. Yeah. Diane. What's her first? What's her real first name? Diane, not Diana. Diane. You got it. Okay, I just checking on you, Sonny. You're right. Oh no! Hey, listen. If I tell you a mosquito can pull a plow, don't ask how. Hitch him up. <laughs> okay, Sonny. You got it, kid. You got it. Yeah. Oh, when you when you put your when you put your arms around Diana Ross, she must have. Uh, Put your arms all the way around her and came back the other side, right? Because she was uh, yes. so skinny. What did yes, she, she weigh, was. about 75 pounds? Yeah, but she had some good pussy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least Barry Gordy thought so. <laughs> yeah, well, I was, I was first. Oh, I was first. Okay. <laughs> so Barry got sloppy seconds then. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh. Yeah, motherfucker trying to, get, trying to have me put in jail, the motherfucker. You know? Oh. <laughs> yes. You didn't get yeah. along with Barry. Oh, no, so no, no. You know, I was a guy Sonny, from the other Sonny. side of the track, and you, and you know, yeah. Uh, hey, what's your, what's your Facebook page? Let the public know. Let's get them a little up here. What's your, what's what, your what'd Facebook you say? Page? What's your Facebook fan page? Um, Robert Lovelace. Robert Lovelace. Okay. Everybody yeah, not, su- not Sonny, Robert. Robert. Robert Lovelace. That's the man from the Sugar Shack. Folks, if you're listening out there, check out Robert Lovelace on his Facebook page. This hey, guy, yeah, and also, uh, Skippy, do you know a name like Jason Handley from uh, Philadelphia? Jason He was the only Handley. white DJ playing rhythm and blues in Philly. Really? No, I don't I don't remember that name at all, no. Oh, okay. No, I, I, right, knew, well, a lot of the, uh, I knew a lot of the DJs in Philly, but most of them were black, like Jimmy uh, Jimmy Bishop. I knew him quite well. Oh, okay. Well, how about Steve Shaw? Is that D- WDAS? Steve Shaw? Steve Shaw, huh? Nope. nope. Don't know that name. 
Anyway, Don't well, listen, guys, we're gonna, we just ran out of time. I got to tell you, this was uh, two hours of absolute amazing history. Yeah. Amazing. No, amazing. I enjoyed it. Yes, yes, right. yes. Man, oh, cool. and, you know, we got to make you a regular, Sonny. Uh, yes. You know, Skippy, we're going to get back to you. We're still working on this. Yes. We're still, uh, Jay, Jay, I don't know if I told you, Jay Leno's agreed to come on this, um, the yes. documentary. Yes. Oh, great, great. Good to have yeah. him. Good to have him. Yeah. And and Sonny, so, uh, say hi to Linda for me. Okay, I'll do that tonight when she comes in. Okay, Rudy, anything you want to say? Poor Rudy. Poor Rudy just got to be entertained today. Rudy, what do you want to say? Yeah, Rudy didn't get a word in edgewise. But he was listening and loving it. Yeah. Hey, Rudy, you okay, partner? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm listening to the old stories and uh, the memory lane. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah some good ones. Yeah, oh, so listen, I'm going to be calling in regular and listening to you guys. I hope so, and, Sonny. We love and, you. And uh, when you get ready to do that document, let me know so we can, um, so, because um, i got a whole lot more shit to tell you. And you maybe okay? we'll even come back and if uh, Skippy's willing, we'll do some more filming inside his place. Sure, okay, that absolutely. sounds good to me. Yes, I love right, to man. see Skippy again. And Rudy, right, okay. love you guys. And it was a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. It was All unbelievable. Right, well, Thank you so much. Have a Thank good you, one, everybody. Rudy. And Tom, get in touch with me whenever you're ready to do some more stuff. Absolutely, okay. man. And we're gonna we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do Rudy's favorite song, and then we're, we're all out of here. What a show! All right. Right, baby. Well, it's just a coffee house made out of wood. Espresso coffee tastes mighty good. That's not the reason why I gotta get back up to that sugar shack. So that's it. So, Rudy, isn't it? You know, every week I ask Rudy if he's having fun, and Rudy, what do you say? It's the only, most, most fun he can have with his pants on. Sonny, you <laughs> okay. back. you've given us a lot of good memories. I hope All right, keep it in your pants, Rudy. Bigger and better. We're, we've yeah, got the shack alive. Tell Rudy, I'm going yeah, to right. send Big Sandy down there. Okay. okay. Take care and God bless. All right, All you right. too. Thank Love you, everyone. man. Bye-bye. Thanks, man. Take care. care. Back to the sugar shack. Back to the shack.